Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a very special episode because the brothers are helming this one. And like idiots, we didn't prepare anything. But the upside is we have some friends here to help us. Some very cool people I got to meet a while back. I'm so excited to introduce you. But let's get Adrian in here first. Adrian, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. I, I want you to be hype one of these days. I will make it happen. But Hold out your ass. It's, it's got, got, ooh. Ooh, all right, but until we get there, a long, a little while back, I got to meet some very cool people, and they got me into a very amazing culture. And we're gonna start walking down that journey with some of the most interesting cats I've ever met. They are modern day entrepreneurs, car enthusiasts, waifu aficionados, and into all kinds of other crazy shit that just seems to blow my mind every time we have a strike up casual conversation. So let me introduce you to my good friends. Malcolm and Wilson, and I always want to get yourself going, or do I keep hyping you up with all these ridiculous titles I've been thinking of for four days? <laughs> okay, I'll start. Uh, what's up, guys? Name's Malcolm. Um, you can find me as Figma Madness on IG. I am co-founder of Yonaka Matsuri and co-founder of another brand called Abunai Supply. What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Wilson. Uh, I am the other co-founder of Yunaka Matsuri. Uh, my I, my personal IG is uh, at fucking lamb, P-H-O, not the other kind. Um, <laughs> and, I'm sorry, I'm child. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> fucking lamb. Yes! <laughs> uh, and I am also by trade a detailer um on but my main job is working for the man that's a, such an odd way of saying what? that i don't i i was expecting anything <laughs> but that <laughs> what the fuck does that mean uh, i work for the, i work in the government sector for my job <laughs> i remember him telling me that <laughs> uh i i sell toy guns to child soldiers with that i sold margins on that <laughs> What kind of numbers are we talking here? Oh, hmm. I I think with the eight years of working there, in the thousands. I think I are most of Sacramento. I think Sacramento's got itself covered in all honesty. In that, front, <laughs> but, uh, I think I know who your number one customer is. I helped him move. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad that I know who he's talking about. Dude, he he's a good kid, but man, that airsoft collection is something to be horrified by. No comment. <laughs> And uh, while Malcolm uh, does toy guns, I used to do real guns with to, with uh, adult children that had better income. That is a great way to put gun owners in my <laughs> debatable, <laughs> depending on the kid. That is yeah. true. Pretty much. Right, before we oh, offend man. too many people with these statements, um, so let's start on the company you guys co-founded. I, I know a little bit talking from my brother, obviously. But uh, I obviously don't go out to the meets because I'm kind of like parasocial or antisocial, rather. I don't know words. And uh, I'd really like to get your guys' like scope on things. Like, just give me the lowdown. Uh, Yonaka Matsuri. Okay, Yonaka Matsuri is actually uh, something that started from our original meet that I used to do. Um, but Wilson here, uh, I, I took a hiatus, right? So uh, Wilson came up to me. He's like, "Hey, we need anime car meet back in you know NorCal, specifically like Sacramento area." And without this guy, I wouldn't be hosting the meets again. And I told him, I was like, 
there's no community for anime and car enthusiasts combined. And we wanted a, a venue or a place for people to come who are like-minded. doesn't matter if you have an anime rap car like me, Wilson, um, and everybody else in the group. You could come out with your normal car and still enjoy the company. Yeah, I um, really all are some guys too. chill people. I think the easiest way to put it is um, we are more of an anime group first than a car group. Um, but you're also very inclusive, from what I'm aware. We, yes, we definitely try to be as inclus inclusive as possible, since, you know, let's be honest, most of us are antisocial to an extent. I myself <laughs> am an introvert. Hardcore, uh, yeah. <laughs> but Big vibes. as... <laughs> but as you adult, you kind of learn to fake it till you make it. And in the terms of uh, just being having like a second personality or one that you can show others, and that's just how I personally see it. Since I worked in sales for almost all my life, or in the uh, customer customer service department, um, but it's definitely helped me as a person grow. And I want to be inclusive to everyone and hopefully they can feel like this is a place where they can express themselves um, and of course flex their waifus actually a funny story about uh, meeting Mike so when he first rolled up to our meet I was like yo look at that scene on that's what's up I was like and I asked him where he's from. It's like Woodland. It's like to me, that's a drive. I was like, "Holy crap, you came from it Woodland!" Is. It and, is. <laughs> but, yeah, it is quite a drive. And I was like, "Man, you came out all the way out here." To me, that was like, "Oh, dude, mad respect to you for coming out." That made my heart like really happy to see people come farther because it's different between SoCal and NorCal. SoCal is such a condensed demographic, like you know, population that. You could mm -hmm. technically have car meets in different parts of SoCal, and you won't, you're, you're not too far from one. But here in NorCal, not, no one does this. Bad. Yeah. Very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess the biggest difference between NorCal and SoCal, in my opinion, would be the population density. Like, you know, uh, only uh, ones that are kind of different would be like San Jose or San Francisco, where they're greatly dense in our area compared to SoCal. But Sacramento, we have a bunch of land and still a bunch of people. But, um, you know, for to do something fun, we see it as like, oh, we have to drive 30 minutes, you know, west or east or south if you're into Stockton stuff. Yeah. Like, um, Big like when you go to like car meets in general, right, you'll notice there's, people with like little anime peekers and here and there, but they're not mm -hmm. open about anime whatsoever because, you know, at the car meet, it's kind of like, you know, your click or, you know, you're trying to like show that you're like, yeah, I just have a peeker, but whatever. But, you know, deep down, he might want to talk about, you know, the anime that he likes. And, you know, that's where I came up with the idea. It's like, why not just have a meet where anyone could be open about the anime they love? Like, if you have a peeker with, you know, Kimi no Nawa, it's like, let me let me ask you more questions. Did you enjoy the movie? I want you to be open. That's why we hosted these meets. And 
don't get me wrong, it was small. It was small, but we were we were happy being the size that we were. Um, and just recently, we just had the big biggest vendor event we've ever held, and it blew my mind how many pe- how many people came out to that. I don't yeah, think you realized how hard you were smiling that day. <laughs> yeah, Mike, I was had smiling. Good to say about <laughs> yeah. it too when he got home. Trust me, I can tell you that for a fact. <laughs> I mean, it was. Uh, it's crazy to think that we're, how we started with literally uh, back in what twenty uh, end of twenty seventeen, uh, beginning twenty eighteen. Our we would a big meet would be considered like fifteen cars. That was like we were like, oh my god, this turnout is legit. This is awesome. Like we we met. You know, we had our our our, norm, our normal people, like you know, our homies, and we also had a few new people. Um, like and... Mike was a big part of the like original like regulars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I and... remember him first going actually, and sorry to cut you off, but I do remember him first going, and I remember him being really skeptical about it because like only a few people said they were going to go. But I remember we talked about it, and I'm like, you know, dude, worst case scenario, you and Fraser can just go get Don Quixote out in Sacramento. That's always worth the drive. You know what I mean? But <laughs> um, but I'm like, dude, just go. Like, you already seem excited about it. You might as well. And sure enough, he talked himself into going after a day or two. And I'm really glad he did, because like I said, every time he's gone, he's had nothing but good things to say about you guys, both personally and you know, on like a meet and the business side. It's literally, I've only heard good things. I haven't heard a single bad thing. Actually, I want to hear from Mike's first you know, point of view, like you as being attendee, like how'd you find out about us, and like what made you like say, fuck, fuck it, I'm going all the way down to Sacramento for Emmy Weed. I might need a few minutes here because this this was funny. Uh, I was actually asking myself this question the other day because I didn't realize it'd been a few years since I'd actually met you guys. Um, I've been doing cons for about twelve years at this point. And you start to see a lot of the trends and a lot of the crazy stuff. And I remember specifically there was old memory of two very old Atasha cars from back at the Radisson. And then I never saw them again. And I always mm-hmm. thought that was this cool thing. I was raised in car culture. There's pictures of me and my brother under a low rider with the hydraulics locked in the up position so we can be in the shade at hey, car shows yeah. when we're in our car seats and like strollers and shit. So when I saw the crossover with anime, because I'm a huge fan, I looked into it and I found it online, but I never found where it was in person. And then fast forward a few years, I saw a black car with a black rock shooter hood wrap peeking out from behind a bunch of traffic. And that's kind of where it all started. I started seeing you guys at cons. And then one day through word of mouth, I had actually got the invite to one of the meets in Rancho Cordova, which is a long drive for me i'm in the car in theory i'm in the car over an hour or closer to an hour and a half mm-hmm. in practicality i'm there in like 27 28 minutes because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so excited you drive a little bit faster than normal i get you oh, it's okay. oh yeah yeah i know it's taking some risky routes some alternate routes that google doesn't recommend the I mean, <laughs> real uh, elkhorn is the right word <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh it was kind of crazy just going from seeing it once, looking up on the internet, looking at videos, getting a little hint of it in person, and then the invite finally came through. And the long drive did turn me. Because 
I was pretty young at this point and I just didn't have a whole lot of experience driving in dense areas. And I'm going to be completely honest. I have a few cars I work on. Some of them aren't the most legit everyday drivers. So going that distance was a little daunting. And when I got there, it was cool because everybody was so nice. Everybody was so chill. And while it wasn't the biggest car show I'd ever been to, but that's kind of that's lost its touch over the years because the one of the bigger ones I went to recently was a no like official setup. This was a full crowd thing. A thousand and like three hundred cars. And Dang. I've seen all ends of the spectrum at this point. And just this little uh DIY bright colorful vibrant cast of people and cars was probably one of the best meets i'd ever been to and it just turned into this thing of like well now i want to go back and then after talking to you guys and getting to know you guys in the process i eventually made the conversion and did my car while i did a budget build because i'm currently building uh two other cars that are super expensive to work on parts are rare they're expensive to get custom made when i need them uh, just that one a little change of my side wrap and then the decals on the uh, glass and then the little things like my um, figures hanging from my roll bar and my seat <laughs> covers. It just started to snowball and build. And it's been such a fun experience because the people are great. The community is great. And it's you guys host the chillest, safest, most genuine car meet I've been to in probably my whole life. Because <laughs> like I said before we were recording, I've been hit by illegal fireworks at other car meets because people were being negligent and unsafe and just not giving a shit about the rules. It's a very nice way to get out, and it always makes you want to go back. And I, I really got to say, on this public platform, so people believe me, I got to thank you guys because this is an amazing social and just, like, group opportunity for people. Yeah. <clears throat> um, first of all, I want to thank you for the bottom of my heart for, for you always going to the meets when you can. And as for safety, yes, we really push for safety with our attendees because one is, sure, the cars is one thing and the enemy is one thing, but it's the people who actually come out. They're the, you can't drive a car without you know, the owner there. So you uh, want to make sure... Tesla. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I can't afford to drive a car without the owner there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we want to make sure that every attendee is safe and it's actually have a fun time um i make it a, a habit to actually if i see a new face i want to introduce myself and make sure they're you know doing okay because if they're all in the corner you know it makes me feel like oh dude that sucks like i've been there like i've went, I've, I've been to a car meet and yes being a, a tasha owner in a normal car meet it's either that's rice that's actually different and i respect what you're doing but not my thing and i respect that or three i love what like i love what you represent you know what i mean <laughs> I, I got that and it was crazy because i wasn't ready for that last one i've been in the car scene i know how people can be like oh you have a 5.0 or why are you using an a body on that setup that's gross I wasn't ready for random strangers to run up and like hug me and try to shake my hand and take pictures and shit. I'm a very like antisocial guy. And so it was a lot to like get used to right very quickly. <laughs> like being a Tasha owner, like, okay. So Itasha, um, on that topic, Itasha is something you can't do in the pain of hearted. 
I personally have my own opinion of, you know, of doing a Tasha. Everyone's different, and that's understandable. But when I do a when I did my Tasha, I didn't do it to appease others. I did it because I love my an that anime and I love that character. Um, you know, right now, like I'm actually in the works of a second Natasha uh, for my BRZ, um, but it's technically a game first, then uh, Japanese studio is now picking it up to make it an anime. Oh wow, um, that's cool. Yeah, so. So luckily, it, it it gets an anime adaptation. So yeah, it's legit anime now too. <laughs> so that actually brings me to a point I completely glossed over earlier because I, I hang out with my friends. You guys have your style. People see Atasha and they don't know there's a word for it. They just kind of like stare and they're either shocked in a good way or they're just like, "Who the fuck does that? That's kind of nuts." And I want to hear from like the horse's mouth right here, the people who and breed this stuff because i'll say this i'm kind of a normie when it comes to this level of our culture so <laughs> like yeah. what, what what does it mean to you and how would you describe it to somebody who's just walking into this blind if if it was someone who came up to me it's like um you know what is this you know is this chinese cartoons I'm like no no uh it's this is a, like a expression of oneself like if it's like if you put stickers on your you know, binder back in high school of your favorite Dragon Ball Z character. That's a way to express yourself, right? This is just another form. Um, I don't speak for any every Itasha owner, but I feel like I love this anime so much that I could rep. I I could rep it. Like I like Black Berkshire. I love the character. I love the story. I love the character design, and I will rep it. Um, now, social media is a big thing nowadays. Mm. And and my opinion on this is, you know, there's people who do it because they love it, but deep down, if you look through some, you know, these other newer Tashas, some people just do it to stand out, and that kind of me personally that hurts me because it's like, like, do you really like anime? Do you really love this character, or do you just want to be different? You know. Some people do it in honor of someone who loved anime and did a Tasha. That's understandable. Mm. But there's people who would clout chase, and I'm not into that. Like, that's why um, me, like, me and my group of friends, you know, we, we stuck because we really love our anime characters and everything. And that's why we've been so good friends over the many years. That's why me and you got along really well because you like Tina. <laughs> so to me, that that meant more connection. You know, it's not just a random sticker. You, you know, like I was just gonna put this on so I could. Oh, that guy has my waifu. I I can't have that waifu anymore. It's like screw it. If you like that character, go for it. You know. Right. Yeah. Don't don't be held back and don't try to compare someone else's attachment to another person's. Um. Because, because that's that's just generating like you know you're measuring you're measuring yourself against other people. No, it's just do it because you love it. And uh, I actually agree with Malcolm in that. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to. You know, let, let the guest go on this one because people have heard me talk enough. Like a couple hours <laughs> listening to my bullshit, and it all turns into the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, I I agree with Malcolm in in the terms of like you know if you're gonna Atasha commit. Um, 
don't do it for the approval of others. Um, and I'm speaking in in the seat of in the process of uh, getting an Atasha done for one of my cars. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you are. I have multiple cars, um, too many cars. I've been through so many cars. Um, cars have always <laughs> been uh, a huge part of my life. Um, I'm literally, you know, in the past 15 years of driving, I probably had owned over 42 cars. So hell yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, it's it's a weird, you know, weird feeling. Like, you know, just like, oh, I kind of remember this car, or I remember seeing this car. Um, and, but, you know, I, what I haven't done yet is uh, Natasha. Um, I've always been into anime as well, since as long as I can remember since birth. Um, you know, when you're born, you know, your mom and dad's going to slap on DBZ on VHS. So that's just a, that's the type of Asian culture that I was raised in. <laughs> um, but, it's at when I first started, you know, getting ideas for Atasha, I was, you know, seeking Malcolm's advice and everyone's advice. And they were, they kept on telling me, do it for yourself. And, you know, I've, I kept on telling myself, yeah, you know, I'm doing it for myself. But in reality, I still had that in the back of my head, like, I want this to look good or I want a character that everyone can kind of relate to. And that's where I started losing, um, my own vision. I originally wanted to do um, good spells racing, like a GSR Miku, um, on my uh, on my okay. car. Okay. Um, but that was because you know I I kind of convinced myself like okay you know I've listened to Hatsune Miku since two thousand eight you know back in high school um, you know I and her her music helped me out through a lot but I was never really into good spells racing and I'm a car guy and you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I was trying to combine two things into one uh, for my Atasha. Um, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, after a lot of research, I've grown a respect for, you know, uh, the Good Smell Company and, and the racing team. Um, they've done a lot of stuff and, you know, they are low-key cursed. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they are... Um, they're they're cool and the fact that they've used Satsune Miku as their mascot for so long is amazing. It's awesome. And I I, I like it. But the the artist I went through and the style that I got drawn up and mocked up would have been kind of in my eyes kind of like Loki an insult to all the other GSR um Atashas. It was just not to my quality and it just I, I I went back to the drawing board. Um and now I'm actually uh right now I'm actually really, really into Hollow Live. Um I'm not sure <laughs> if you guys are familiar yeah. with Hollow Live. Yeah. Oh believe me. We uh, yeah, had an issue in you know, all of our Discord chats. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, so right now I'm working with uh, a different artist in the US. Um and I am gonna Atasha my MR2 spider with uh <gasps> with uh Amelia Watson and Gura. You had me and you lost me. Oh you got the other brother. <laughs> Yo. 
Wait, okay, wait. If I gotta Hold ask, on. if once Amelia Watson fan, who, what, which Hall of Life member do you like? I'm gonna get shit for picking the normal answer, but fucking Gouda is priceless, like, all the time. And so I, any others? I went to my spirit animal of Marine Chan. <laughs> okay, now I'm lost. Oh! We were actually having a good conversation about this the other day that turned into a shouting match in our kitchen. Oh my <laughs> Yo, God. You accused me of posting cringe when it was you. How dare no, you? No, no, the other, the other thing. Ignore that. The other thing. <laughs> okay, first of all, cringe is a two-way street. So it's only cringe if you perceive it as cringe. I showed him one clip of Sakura Miko driving. And he's like, why'd you show me all this closer? I'm like, I showed you one. He's like, no, it didn't. I'm like, I guarantee you, if you look at your YouTube history, it's in yours. It's not mine. <laughs> it was all there. It was <laughs> right. It was all me. Who was right? <laughs> I mean, once you fall into the rabbit hole, it's 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 uh it's it's hard to get out of it. That's uh, true. Yeah, but, uh... and um, low key, you know, working with the artist has has been great. He's been uh he's I'm very peculiar of how certain details are drawn. Um. Like Malcolm would actually appreciate this, but um, my one of the things I like uh, on my character designs are the eyes. Uh, and I told the artist specifically, since I used to manage a print shop, I, I told him, I uh, to the artist, I was like, I want so much details in the eyes that the fucking printer will cry and bleed and kill itself. Hell yes, my god. I 100% feel that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know me being uh, a, uh, I guess an enthusiast of firearms, uh, I'm very nitpicky on really how detailed the weapon that Amelia Watson holds. Um, I personally, you know, thanks to thanks to uh, Malcolm, uh, I actually wrapped my actual Glock 34 with Amelia Watson. And we've, of course, nicknamed her Amelia Glockson. Mikey, I'm, I'm losing me? it. Mikey, yes. is that the picture you showed me? Okay. And, you know, uh, another one, I've actually also wrapped my AR-15 uh, with uh, Nagatoro. I've also I haven't seen, seen that, that one. one. Really? <laughs> I might have just seen that in my own circles then, because I'm pretty positive I've seen that. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've I don't know how many times my image has been shared, um, but it's 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 interesting because it's a, it's a one-off design that I had um, that I had done, and it's it was uh, it was interesting to say the least. Um, both good and bad, you know. You get all the the people are saying like this is awesome. Then you get all the boomers saying like, what have you done? What is this? Like you know, I'm literally at a, at a gun range with my AR-15. And I'm, you know, oh, yeah. shooting. And then some, let's just let's just be nice and call them a boomer. Um, it's like, what is that? I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is uh, my AR-15. It's like, no, what is that? I'm like, this is my featureless style rifle. No, no, what is that drawing? What is that cartoon on your on on your rifle? I'm like, oh, this is Nagatoro. And, you know, you see them fuming all upset. This is called Freedom <laughs> Incarnate. I know who it was, and I think... My brother and Brandon know who it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was it a um, was it a certain son of a Warhammer character? Yes. Uh, or yes. his brother. No, no. It was the 
a thousand son, as it were. I hate I'm, that guy so much. Don't even give me. We, I, we I, got I, a buddy. I'm thinking who of just, that codex. You described the boomer at the gun range, and I just saw him. I vividly saw him. It was like he was <laughs> in my room. <laughs> I don't want to think right now. You know, if you think about it, um, you know, gun wraps are not a not a new thing. Back in mm-hmm. World War II, people put pictures of their favorite pinup models from magazines in their 1911 grips, and you true. know, those are those those were soldiers that had those in their 1911s. So sweetheart grips, sweetheart grips. Yep, Malcolm knows the the term. Uh, and you know, to be honest, this is the modern sweetheart grip. God Honestly, I, I mean, at, at, yeah. At, at a certain point, expressing yourself, it takes on a new definition for people who are truly willing. And this is how I perceive a lot of the Atasha culture: to fucking send it, because there's no pressure of, oh, you have to fit this conformity. This is this is your idea, and this is your car. Fucking make it happen. And yeah, if you're willing to apply that to your guns, your clothing, I think it starts building this character that. Other, like maybe, uh, stylistic choices or even cultural choices wouldn't be able to get to with the way they've been set up for X amount of time. Yeah. So to to those who'll be listening to this podcast and you're really like teetering, if you should do a Tasha, do it for you. Like, there's mm-hmm. many different styles of different Tasha. You don't have to be a performance racing Tasha. You don't have to be just a slam Tasha. You know, just do you. I mean, we're only one big community. We shouldn't go against each other. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's, not the per, it's not the Tasha's. You know, it's the people. If you are a toxic person, that's where you perceive yourself as. You're going to be toxic to other people. You know, that's the people you want to avoid. You want the good people who, you know, where you could mingle and not get bad vibes, you know, with. Yep. And that's actually what we uh, we try to aspire for. Um, I've personally been through a lot of uh, meets that, let's just be honest, like everyone's in, in a clique. You, you feel like you're an outcast mm-hmm. or you feel like you're not really welcome because it's, it's either too big or, or, you know, it's just not truly what you, you sync up with. Like you jive with, you're just there because some homies like, hey, you should come through, or, and, you know, it just becomes a sideshow, or it just becomes everyone's just talking about what they've done to their civic, and they call it hashtag game changer. Oh man! No. All right, attack some people I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know. Okay, so let's 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 get this straight. The new civic owners are the Dodge. Ch- uh, charger v6 charger owners <laughs> oh my oh oh that's man like, i that's that's I'm going to work to tomorrow with some conversations ready for some people because this dude's <laughs> been talking about how oh, i'm gonna pro charge my v6 for like five years and he hasn't done it yet i mean th- you know they can be fast but at the same time that's like saying a civic guy is like yo you know i'm gonna switch out my my d15 d16 into a, a b18 with vtac I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. you do you, baby. Yeah, sure. I, I, mean, say, I, I don't want to be that guy. I own an old Chevy, so, you know, if you ain't putting at least a V8 in it, you ain't going to impress me. <laughs> says the man who needs help starting it every day. Fuck off, I, I got it fixed. I, <laughs> did, did I, I really? caved in. 
I caved in. I caved into the fact that my fucking 2005 D17 Honda fucking engine is the worst engine ever made by Honda. I'm sorry, Honda. You gotta hear this, but you fucked up. You fucked me over. <laughs> hey, but to be fair, my MR2 Spider that one ZZ, y'all could have done better, Toyota. So why'd you stick a Corolla you got a engine? Spider, and you're just complaining about the engine. Okay, I'm complaining yeah. about. Okay, uh, <laughs> that puts you on blast. I mm. love Toyota. I <laughs> Dodge has been cutting my paycheck for like almost eight or nine years at this point, but I oh, fucking no. love Toyota. They got some issues. No, I mean, there's a lot of issues. Uh, spiders are no exception to issues, mm. and I've That's come from Celicas. Um, I've. I've actually owned all three generations of MR2s. So I've actually had a, a 20 valve swapped uh, AW11. I've had, you know, modified SW20s with, you know, 3SGTE turbo. And uh, out of all of them, the most fun I've had that was within legal means has been the Spider. <laughs> Just a sporty little thing to get out and hopefully not fl- uh, spin around on the turns. I, all I need is just my Jolt Cola, and I'm good to go. My <laughs> <laughs> Jolt Cola. Oh, my God. What year is it? Where am I? 80-something. Uh, 80-something. <laughs> uh, but actually, I, I, I hate to interrupt this whole flow we have here. I have a question because all of my friends are Dodge people, and it scares the shit out of me that I'm alone. Um, uh-huh. Fever Dream, or did in the late 80s, Toyota have a it was a sh- very short run, uh, Celica that had all wheel drive and rear steer for rally applications because I remember yes. seeing it, but I can yeah. never see them anywhere. Yep, it's uh, a GT4, so GT4, okay. or in the U.S. market, we they were called the All Track. Uh, it was for the fourth generation Celica and fifth generation. So from 80, 88 or eighty seven till ninety two, uh, yeah, and they did it mainly for allocation. No, and I'm going to work tomorrow and straightening some people out. I yeah, had just, enough of this. for uh, Celica Alltrack. And I very it was much a hom- appreciate that. It was a homologation run, so they can enter Class B on World Rally or WRC, if I can recall. I think that is one of the sickest concept vehicles ever, like genuinely. I mean, I mean... It, it's scary to think because, you know, here you have a 80s, 90s Celica running laps around a you know, 2000s WRX before, you know, back when they're EJ 20s and EJ 25s, and they wouldn't know what hit them because they're like, it's just a Celica with a, a Camry engine. And then next, you know, you hear a blow valve and you see them two cars ahead because they got better gearing and they got better mid range. They did cheat one year though. No, okay. they, they, they cheated all years. What are you talking oh, about? Let's, let's, <laughs> let, let's be real. Toyota, Toyota was so smart that. They didn't really cheat until they classified it as a cheat. <laughs> the way they, they they did their turbos. So, have you guys yeah. ever heard the golden rule of NASCAR? Uh, rubbing's racing. No, it's if you ain't cheating, you ain't winning. Because oh, they've yeah, done every me. chick in the book from making the front nose out of a, a a lighter plastic. So when it was under high speed, the car would be six inches longer than the competition because it was bowing out. So if it was a neck and neck race, you'd cross the finish line first. They were boring out unessential components to reduce weight, which is dangerous as shit when it comes to roll bars and cages and shit. But they did it. That's just the rule of racing. Everybody's always looking for that tiny little bit of edge. So a little <laughs> side note is, like, even though, like, I grew up 
with like JDM culture and all that stuff. I'm mm-hmm. low key, like like I'm low key a big NASCAR fan. Like when <laughs> oh, I was young, yeah. you know, you, all you... I remember is the Intimidator number three. You know, if you're not if you're in this way, get moved no matter what. <laughs> Do it for Dale. Do it for Dale. <laughs> Was it, it's uh... a full contact sport. That's why you have a harness. <laughs> it's yeah. just go-karts in circles. Yeah. If, if, if really... they didn't want me to use the roll cage, they wouldn't have gave it to me. <laughs> oh, for the pit stop, I'm going to use a whole pit stop. We <laughs> <laughs> use the whole speedometer. I don't give a shit what a red line is. <laughs> Oh, I dude. actually I, let me let me check. I might actually still have some um, Dale Earnhardt diecast models in my house if y'all want them. Don't look at That's me. I, I got Malcolm no room thing. in my room. <laughs> I, I already gave you a bunch, Malcolm. Yeah, true. Shit, I'm in the same boat and uh, unrelated everything. And I know I was talking shit about Warhammer fans earlier. I have the new Warhammer box set showing up in a few days, so I have to make room for that. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, gonna be that. a hassle. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's one expensive hobby. And then, I mean, I think we all have a sort of expensive hobby. I think I have too many. That's why I think. Same, yeah. dude. I'm building a Chevelle, a Harley Davidson Edition F-150, my POS Scion that's been getting me around for years. I do. <laughs> I'm getting into Warhammer. I do anime. I do gaming. A lot of my hobbies stack up super fast, and I'm always broke. Yeah, like <laughs> my hobby of airsoft has stuck with me for a while. Actually, I've just like Itasha, I have been doing anime gun wraps with my company, so there's that. Um, I've now got got it into like track day um, racing, so that's gonna be a money pit. That's a very big money pit, but also at the same time, if you think about it, it's it's quite affordable for how much skill you're obtaining. Yeah, like a normal a normal person's not gonna be able to understand like that line of entry on like a highway entrance, uh, so you can outtake them. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that's the cool part. It's you're always fun. You um, guys would know that or remember that green Holden that shows up with me. Yes, mm, yes, yes, that, yes, uh, yes. He got kicked off of his first track day at the drag strip. On the drag strip. Yeah. His first pass ever, because he took it with no safety gear, because he didn't know what it'd run. No, you know, it's a Holden. It's a heavy car. It's a four-door. His first pass ever almost broke 13. It was like 13.001. So he had no yeah. helmet whatsoever? No helmet, no fire extinguisher, and he broke, he lost traction at the beginning oh. of the race, to a good point. So the, uh, oh, what are they called? The uh, ref walks up and says, I'm just guesstimating, but I feel like your car is going to be low 11s or close to 10s if you get it running right and you get a good grip. I got to kick you off the track for right now. You're just not equipped for that kind of speed. And he wasn't even mad. Like, how could you be? His car did so well on its first time at the track, but now he has to come home, get all the equipment, and go back another time. Um, That's the one thing I like about um, like circuit track racing, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, like besides, you know, of course, bring your jack stands and jack everything for the paddock, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, these uh, local organizations just require that you have a racing number on your side, blue tape as a minimum to make a number, mm-hmm. a racing helmet, a Snell rated helmet to be exact, and um, 
just knowing proper flag, flag etiquette and passing etiquette. Um, like, I have nothing against drag racing, but I also feel like you get to know more about your car when there's turns involved. Just saying. Fair. I, I get it. And honestly, I that's why I kind of like having the different cars I have, because let's face it, the Scion ain't beating fucking nobody in a drag race. Um, beat a RX-8 one time, and that was because he didn't know how to shift. That's... <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind getting it to the point where I could take that to a circuit race because I know it's a shitty little four-banger front-wheel drive car. It's still yeah. fun to scoot around in. Oh, dude, there was a... <laughs> okay, so I love I love you, my friend. I'm not going to say your name, but he has he has a supercharged FRS, so it's pr- taking my car with a supercharger on it, right? Mm-hmm. So it produces a bit more power, but there's a video of him being chased down by a Pretty much a stock Prius. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yes, really? And, uh, yeah, so I'm like, I don't want to say anything, but bless your heart. Send it. But We're being recorded. It. Do it. <laughs> say, I thought people under the bus all like, Yo, represent, bro. Don't get past. <laughs> I fucking... That's a yeah. Steve Carell joke. That's how bad that is. Oh, oh my dude. God. Uh, but you know, it also means you know driver skill, of course. That like if you if you yeah. keep up with a supercharged FRS through twisties, you got cojones. <laughs> oh man, I I definitely would. I do want to get into that kind of racing because for my job, I've driven some insanely powerful vehicles. It's kind of a scary thing when your boss gives you these red set of keys and says, it's "Got a thousand horsepower." swear to god keep it on the road <laughs> you're like it can't be that bad and the first time you leave a light you're like holy shit this thing is that bad yeah <laughs> like like speed is, is such a good drug it, well not all well, fit and bad mm-hmm. Speed, mm-hmm. like feeling that amount of torque and power going straight through those wheels is like intoxicating Hang on to your car as you send your car through a turn, sends your stomach going to one side of your body, and that's also a rush, too. You're like, oh, I wonder if I still have grip. Nope, I'm losing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, especially when you have other people, it, it's a recipe for just fear. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know, in, in in homage to the Prius driver, um, I am a former former CT200H owner, or from Lexus, which is a hatchback Prius with uh, independent rear suspension. And uh, I can attest that it's fun, though. You know, they can <laughs> handle. Just get some 200 trailer tires and some coilovers, and you're done. Um, the uh, Speed Academy actually. Uh, Actually, did a like a series on the CT200H on how everything was done for them, and it was it was badass. It was cool. On the on the topic of a bit of racing, Mike, I gotta ask you, as a fellow Tasha owner, how many times have you been like people looked at your cars like, oh, I'm gonna race that. I want to race that TC. <laughs> so, not okay. Poof, that one's kind of hard. TC has had a troubled history 
uh, before I wrapped it, I had people wanting to race it more. Because before I met you guys, a lady who was texting hit me in the rear and completely destroyed my one-off custom exhaust. Uh, I had some more. It it had a few other little accessories in the back. All done. So you guys got the watered-down version of it (laughs) later in its life. It did uh-huh. look aggressive. It sounded really mean. I and unfortunately, when I went to rebuild it, I had exhausted every bit of uh, connection I had. Nobody can get the parts that were destroyed. There were special order from Japan that were rare as shit. And getting it took two kits to rebuild everything. So getting one <laughs> wasn't happening. <laughs> so the car tried, a lot of people tried to race me. And it just, once I got the wrap, it became to. It, Maybe it's because I'm from a small town. Everybody wanted to be my friend. We're trying to tag me and all kinds of stuff on social media. Everybody was trying to be like, yo, who is this? I need to talk to this person. Maybe it is just that small town mentality of like, that's different. That's exotic. I need to see that. I need to know that person. I didn't have that. My other car, however, every motherfucker who sees me at a stoplight tries to race. If it's on a if it's on a motorbike, they want to race. If they're in a piece of shit beat up field truck, they want to race. So <laughs> the Scion gets a gets the weird like creepy fangirl effect. I'm not trying to call anybody out because I've had random people just run up and like wrap their arms around me. Like I don't even know you, and it's a pandemic. Please go away. <laughs> Six feet. <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know that when I wrapped it. it kind of changed my perspective of the car culture because I'd never been in that side of like weird bubbliness of it. Yeah. No, bubbliness um, is the right word. I don't know. Like group low riders. <laughs> the problem nowadays with the car mm-hmm. scene is, you know we're in the day and age of social media, correct? Yep. Yeah. So it's gonna come up eventually, but sideshows and takeovers are really hurting car- like good amount of like the chill car enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Like I can't go down the road and there's a cop looking at me and she straight up as my window was open. Do you swing this? It's like it's a front wheel drive Honda Civic with only 130 horsepower. No, I don't think so. Same. <laughs> it's like he's like, are you sure you don't race? Like no, you could you could you could pull away in like fourth gear and I still won't catch up. I, I know the feeling. I know that exact feeling. Um, one thing I will say, the car scene as it is is going to be changing a lot because they are getting better at catching uh, swing meets and sideshows and things like that. But I kind of like that there are pockets of these little old school show what you got, come hang out meets. Like You guys do it very well. Other groups have done it very well. Um, I'm not going to start naming off names because those people have their right to their privacy and trying to keep things small and I want to respect right. that. Um, it, it it does give hope because I see why people chase clout. I see why this was said very harsh words to describe social media, but I see why it gets people the way they do. And it, it's not for me, man. I just love going and hanging out with people and being around everybody. Like, Every time I see your guys' cars on a fundamental level, not because it's like strange or anything, it always want to makes me smile. It always makes me want to smile because it is this aesthetic outreaching thing that is different. And 
I kind of don't get sideshows because how many times can you watch a 5-0 swing in a circle three times and hit a fucking telephone pole? It gets old after a while. I mean, the worst case scenario is you send someone to the hospital and we don't do that. A worst case scenario, you skip the hospital, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, didn't that almost happen last slideshow as well? Yeah, he's he's okay. I know he's okay. That's why I said almost, but I'm like, I agree. I, I, I get it, but at the same time, I really don't. I really genuinely don't get sideshows too much. Especially since there's a track 45 minutes in either direction from where exactly. we are. Exactly. Like, I know. Like, go there's Willow Springs. There's Willow. There's Thunder Hill. Just a bit north from you guys. Hmm? Yeah, that's uh, we where were I actually up there for the Nationals a few days ago. Or two oh, weeks really? ago. Oh, my God, man. That track is gorgeous. So beautiful out there. I've been a bunch of times, but every time I'm just like, you know, little kid in a candy store or walking into Disneyland, same feeling. I, I, I know the feeling. Actually, this Sunday I'll be out there again. Yeah, what you doing? Track day? Uh, track day. Yo, I'm still in beginning class. No psych anime. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna put this out there. Like, psych anime. I love you. I that's been your your Sacramento's anime con, but. I'm just going to point this out. It has been losing the anime touch when, when it's just, you know, been like Disney princesses, you know, you know, don't get me wrong. The Red Dead Redemption voice actors were cool, but, you know, oh, they were chill. Good they were chill. But I, I want more anime in my cons. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying because I, there's been a lot of Disney. There's been a lot of like, G.I. Joe, there's been a lot of Comic-Con stuff. It starts to take away from the whole aesthetic when you're there to see anime. anything other than My Hero Academia as far as anime yeah. goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, SAC anime has lost its touch since it left, left the Radican. Or the uh, Radisson. 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 <laughs> yeah, same, same difference. I, some, I remember back in the, the day, like, you can... I enjoyed. Oh, I mean, some yeah. Like, but just like literally you have a choice of being in artist alley or in the the event hall back in the day while you can be partying in a pool or getting drunk at somebody's house or apartment or freaking yeah. hotel room room like, parties room party like, like you know those were the days those were the days where like everything was a lot less politically i guess incorrect or accepting i, I don't know how to say it like what are you talking about we still do that I'm almost 30 years old. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like, now you have to worry about other things. It's yeah, like, that's, you know. So yeah. that's where you're going. That's actually yeah, why like, I'm not going to this one and why you guys haven't seen me in like a month or two months. I've had issues I've had to deal with. And now that I'm recovering, the last thing I want to do is go get crammed in a room with 3,000 people who don't know how to fucking shower. Honestly, my facts. Sure that. <laughs> I mean, how about X body spray? That should still be a requirement, at least the minimum. <laughs> that should be a minimum if you're on. If not, you're committing a crime against humanity. Uh, right. <laughs> but at least it's not like a, a typical Comic Con. That's even worse. Mm-hmm. Or like, Blizzard Con. Like, Blizzard Con. Yeah, you get all the neck beards at Blizzard Con. <laughs> like anime, anime, and. Crunchyroll con, I've actually appreciate those cons a bit more. Fanime. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fanime, like, I try, I've missed a couple, but I've always had a good time when I've been to one. I, man, it's been a 
few years since I've, it's been like three years since I've been a fan of it, but that is still in my heart. One of my favorite cons of all time. It's just chill. There's stuff to do. The people are cool. Yeah. Uh, one but the nightlife it's definitely there that's for damn sure <laughs> yeah there's some off-brand events too off-brand anime events around 11 p.m just saying in one of the halls are you talking about the theater we're talking about the theater <laughs> okay so, you guys mind if i tell a quick story about that without getting into too specific details I like I know it's as long as you don't get, get demonetized <laughs> I won't, okay. I won't. This one's this one's pretty good. So I got a buddy I'm not super close to anymore for a whole, you know, life. It happens. I know yeah. exactly what story this is now. This dude had one of the greatest ideas of all time. Yes. He went into one of those late night theaters and there was a very impressive showing that night. Oh, I don't okay. remember what it was called. I didn't want to know because if that morbid curiosity to ever Google it came up, I didn't want to have that information in my brain. So he goes in, got a toaster strudel packet in his hoodie. He starts moving around and making a lot of noise like he's doing stuff. And then he makes a big noise and it's all over the back of somebody's jacket in front of him and in, the, in their hair. Doesn't say a word, gets up, leaves, walks away like nothing happens. <laughs> that man really is something else. <laughs> Like, what about the other thing he did in that same viewing hall? Oh, okay, so this was the next day. Walks out, or he walks up to the uh, back of the room and he yells, "Everybody, hand check right now! God damn it!" Everybody jumps and like half of the room does it. And the security guard's like, "Hey, you, quit fucking around!" And he pulls out a huge mag light and he's like, "But for real, everybody, hands! I need to see him right now! God damn it!" Don't fuck with me. And this guy was like seven feet tall, 380 pounds, just <laughs> screaming at everybody in the oh theater. My God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, that, that's a pretty Chad move. <laughs> <laughs> this guy didn't always hit gold, but fuck when he did. That shit was legendary. <laughs> Man, that guy's seven foot tall. He might as well hit the dude in the face. <laughs> he, the, 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 the guy's security guard might as well be like, Oh, crap. Please sit down. You know what? I'm just going to take a seat real quick. Do what you want and just just, just move. Please. Just leave. <laughs> Why are you doing this on my shit? Dude, I... oh, dude, Fanime and AX, you will get the crazy stories out of those two fucking events. It never fails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's so... Like, AX is like... AX is the mecca. Like, if there's a gathering... Anime Expo is the thing if you want direct injection of anime intoxication, pretty much. Fanime mm-hmm. is, I would say, more fan driven, where it's more like a melting pot of fan fans. But yeah. Anime Expo will be like the con where you need you get your huge fill of everything anime culture. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. the pa- We went to the Pony uh, Canyon panel and uh, Frazier, it was just me and him at that day, and he's like, "I don't really know this company. I don't. I'm not that excited about it." I'm like, "Dude, it, come on. We've been we've been through like three of your panels. Let's do one of mine." Okay, sure. Dude, they gave away figures. They gave away cards. The voice actors were like out hanging out with people and like playing games for autographs and shit and like shooting the shit and taking pictures. Like, 
it was so surreal to be that close to people in the industry and them being super chill and down to earth and like showing all the sneak peek shit that people didn't even know was coming out. Like it was absolutely nuts. There's a small chance my internet's frozen, so someone let me know if I'm just talking into the void. Oh no, you're good. You're good. (laughs) Okay, my screen was doing all kinds of weird stuff, like I dropped it in water. Wow. (laughs) Now I gotta ask you uh, guys. No. So uh, you guys been to our big vendor event in South Sac, right? Now I did. How was it, and from your perspective? So, I didn't mean to be rude, and I still don't mean to be rude. You guys absolutely annihilated my expectations. So, I, I, I'm sure you noticed, I usually show up with different people. I try to bring as many people who are into this kind of shit out as I can. Yeah. yeah. I felt so bad, because I didn't know the area that well, and I'm, my cousin's like, oh, you drive, I'll follow you. He just learned stick, and he bought a Miata like th- two Whoa. weeks ago. Okay. And I'm like, no, 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 I'll ride with you. I'll give you directions. We'll get this safe and sound. We had to park like a mile down the road. <laughs> there was so what? many cars lining the street. Oh, is it really <laughs> yeah. that that massive? No joke. No exaggeration. So you know where the uh, party uh, supply store was on the other end of the complex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were parked the block down past that. Holy Crap. All sides of the road were filled. People were illegally parked in uh, some of the businesses, and they had to relocate and go all the way down the other side. It was nuts. You guys had a huge turnout. The event was so well organized. Everybody was super friendly and chill. My cousin thought we were walking into like this big five-star once-a-year thing, and I'm like, this is just kind of how these guys operate. And I'm sure they weren't expecting it to be like this insane, but this is fucking cool. Like We had so much fun. <laughs> Um, actually, while we're on the topic of the big event, I want to give a shout out to our, you know, our our guys, the Yanaka crew. Without those guys helping me and Wilson out, we wouldn't even be able to even do this. And big shout out to all the vendors who made it out to that. Without that, we couldn't even have this event. So, like SoCal members, NorCal members, even from like West and East. You know, those guys were like a pure MVPs for that. Uh, Wilson here is actually the one who organized a lot of it. I did so, nothing in that <laughs> respect to whoever wants to take credit since you're being so coy about it. That shit was unbelievable. Like, I okay, I almost said a name. I'm going to be careful about that one. I've been to huge events with corporate sponsors and a massive staff. It ran so bad compared to how you guys set it up. Everyone was friendly. Everyone was polite. You guys knew what you were doing. Like It was so well put together. It looked like this huge thing that you wouldn't expect to see in Sacramento. It, like This looks like something you'd expect to see in like Vegas for a huge show-out company. Like it, it was that well done, in my opinion. Thank you. Um, how did you like the Itasho Gallery walkthrough? That was so dope. Oh my god. <laughs> and I the looks on people's faces were probably my favorite thing. You guys had it set up at, to where it felt like a real display and there were some cool cars in the parking lot. People were getting all riled up and they're like, oh man, that's amazing. I can't wait to see what's inside. And then they get inside. It's like I, I say this a lot. The candy store, it's just that pure excitement of man, that's amazing. Let's go see that. 
man, that's amazing. Let's go see that. People arguing because they wanted to go see the whatever car first. And <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I heard a couple literally like pushing each other because they're like, I want to go see that car. And she's like, babe, shut the fuck up. I'm going to go take a picture with Kana. Hold the camera. And it was like a real thing that was happening. It was so funny. Oh my uh, god! Uh, oh my god! Our, our friend would appreciate hearing that, <laughs> dude. That no, and I, I love my cousin to death. He's a, kind of a timid guy, and he's just sitting there watching these two grown ass adults like fucking fighting with each other because they wanted to go see that car first. It was so funny. I'm like, that's not really normal. Let's get away from them. They don't seem like <laughs> like friendly. Or they're overexcited. And it's that's actually the kind of that's the kind of community we wanted to to build and host um we you know i'm not trying to like beat a dead horse but you know when we have our car meets and even our our events we always want to make it inclusive um and for at least for me when i started organizing these events um i'm my main priority um has always been first the vendors then the attendees i know it sounds very backwards um but you know our vendors are our backbone our blood of the the or the meat and potatoes of our event and without them being happy it's not a good reflection of of everything else and i feel like everything else is kind of like a, a will happen or fall naturally as long as we have a great team of vendors that are you know very upbeat very willing to be at the event even though it's like 100 plus degrees that day um, it was hot. <laughs> it, it was hot. No, it was definitely very hot, and um, at least it was better than our very first vendor event, which was uh, very windy and almost rained. Um, oh yeah, uh, that I don't was know, man, uh, that one that was freezing cold to where all the vinyl was curling up on the tables. That was pretty gangster. That everybody stuck it out for the whole event. Like that was really cool. That yeah. was our first. That was our first vendor event in April, um, and that was a. Uh, it was yeah. very windy. Yeah, it was windy. very windy, very cold. My and mascot fell. <laughs> the mascot <laughs> fell and cracked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was in my winter coat. That thing will stop a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 it's cool to think that, you know, everything in, in Sacramento you know it's it's uh it really is a melting pot like we are truly the state capital we have a very di diverse group of people and ethnic backgrounds and uh and everyone still appreciated anime like japanese animation and and anime itself manga everything else in, in that type of genre is more socially accepted more than ever now since it was 10 15 years ago um like yeah. everyone, back in high yeah. school like i i would be watching you know uh Ch chobits on on my laptop and everyone's like yo you watching this cartoon shit and you know i'm like yeah fucking gives me the feels bro like you know it is what it is i'm on lunch you want you want to watch it with me <laughs> See, I remember being part of the anime uh, club back in high school, and we would have to trade either like actual DVDs I got from Borders. Oh, that's a big. Or you rent out some of the anime from Blockbuster, which I used to work at, by the way. <laughs> and, you way to date yourself. Yeah, I know. That was a bit of a call out on yourself there. I, I know. You know, it, it'd been even more of a call if it was Hollywood videos. 
Oh Oof. my! Don't even yeah. Game crazy. Anybody remember that? Game crazy. Oh man, I remember uh, EB Games or Funko Land. Oh, EB Games. I'm a little too young for EB Games, unfortunately. <laughs> no, you weren't. That's where that, we got. Uh, I'm a little too young to remember. EB oh, games. Uh, well, well, no. What was that other one? Uh, Sun. Oh, Paxson. Uh, no, not Paxson. No, no, the others. Uh, it was a big media. Uh, oh, Suncoast. Suncoast. Yes. Or something like that. Flip. <laughs> Our local Suncoast didn't know that they're supposed to put a screen in front of the porn, so they got in trouble like once a week. Oh. <laughs> That's real shit. That happened when I was like eight. <laughs> but yeah, like being an anime fan, like uh, where we had to trade burn DVDs, like. <laughs> uh, if me and Wilson had to yeah. like watch Love Hina, we would have to trade DVDs or Blu- not even Blu-rays, <laughs> DVDs. Yeah, I mean, you guys would. It, it for me, it was more of I traded the DVDs. Like I was actually the ones torrenting because nobody else torrented back then. Like using MIRC to to you know catch all all the the trackers to download it and seed. Uh, like I was downloading animes from like subgroups. See, I had a LimeWire. I don't talk about it. Yeah, I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I mean, that, that's still scary to think. Like, you know, you were so young back in the, the early 2000s, and here we are just, what, not even 10 years older, and it's already like a huge technology and, and gap of everything in between. I mean, like, you can see the generation Oops, gap sorry. because you can see the generation cap, uh, crap, not gap uh between like and you know, don't cut that but um like we you have like me and wilson and we grow up with like tsunami and like adults one days even like before Dang. that 100%. and now you know anime has gotten so much more like more mainstream like there's tiktok like dances for the uh, zero two dance, you know, um, and you know people, you know, being very open. Like there's anime challenges for like on YouTube and everything, um, and that's crazy because back in the day you, you try to do like an anime dance for you know. Oh my god, you were in a trash can so fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, like. I remember when YouTube was like growing big during 2007, and there was like, M- there's a thing called MMD, uh, Miku Miku Dance. It's a yes, much, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a 3D, you know, model like dance program where you can model the characters to do certain dances, and they would do like dances like Love and Joy, you know, Har Har Yukai, <sighs> Bad Apple, like th- that was my like biggest like big opening to like the whole Japanese otaku culture and like now like doing the dances on TikTok that's norm that you'll have people like doing collabs with each other and that that, that I sound like a boomer <laughs> no, no, no. compared to one of I the got people a, who I got a boomer DJ, question for you, you guys when we get a you moment. can't sound that bad okay what's up Okay, so maybe this might have been an us thing, but a couple other people confirmed it. Does anybody remember buying? And I know somebody in this group did it because now we got a confession. 
the burned and torrented DVDs of anime that had like printer paper artwork stuffed into a CD case. And they were in like 480. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Those are the best uh, movies ever. Dude, oh that's God. how I got introduced to Naruto. That's how I got introduced to Dragon Ball. Because we were broke. Naruto we didn't movies. have cable. <laughs> oh that's, my that's the crazy part i mean i was probably one i was probably the one supplying the, the homies with those videos and burning them for them <laughs> you're probably selling them to the malls uh yeah i mean you know back in the day when you had light ray on on your on your dvd burner man your 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 money's right there man you're making money dude we found those in stores in swap meets in just street vendors like they were everywhere back in the day and that's how i got into the scene because they were like ah five bucks for that one i'm like fuck yeah give me two of those i want that one too and like shit yeah. now i can just get on my phone look up a full hd series on funimation or Crunchyroll or whatever app you want to use like yep. to put cl- it like this like anime has gotten so big like in the recent olympics people were straight up doing Yep. Uh, their anime characters doing like if when they won the medal or just even for having fun of it that's crazy it's like you, you would not see that like if, if like a big celebrity said oh yeah i watched this anime you're like like back in the day you're like whoa he actually likes it and now it's like oh he watches it but it's like oh that, that's cool he's one of us not like a bigger shock but it's like oh cool we found another Guy who's you know up there likes anime. Yeah, I mean, it's like it—it's not just only with anime, but you know, I listened to trans and techno back in the early two thousands when I was in middle school and high school. Yeah, and everyone always called it, you know, like why listen to this shitty music? Why listening to this? Is you know, embrace punk rock, embrace you know, uh, emo and screamo. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Well, and uh, okay, who are you hanging out? Mind a quick music theory note, and there there is a reason for that. Oh, Oh, not even that. Um, In that day and age, and I'm a big fan of that music. We need to get DJ in here because he's even worse than I am. Part of what gave that music bad rap is where it got its up and comings and underground was in clubs of uh, certain catering to people, and that Mm. you know. different time man like people really yeah. felt negatively about that and i yeah. know what you mean because i would listen to shit like dj sammy and cascade and all that early 90s and 2000 shit and it was just a hard time yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> and like i remember back like you know when they played dj sammy on their radio for the first time like what 2003 i was yep. freaking out. i was like i was like oh my god they're actually playing every time we touch like holy <laughs> shit are we becoming mainstream? It would take 10 years, but yes. And, 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 and I think the one who truly pioneered, uh, you know, EDM or just electronic music in general uh, to the new age is, uh, I hate to say it's David Guetta. Really? Like, he made it, I, I like, yeah, I like he, he, A lot of his sampling. Well, well when I mean pioneered, I mean, like, he, he, made it, he made it mainstream. Like, that, I'm just saying it in, in that sense. Uh, you know, is he's probably like an average... He's probably a good DJ or an average DJ compared to like Dead Mouse or the oh, early Skrillex. Tiesto. Well, Tiesto's been there since day one. Yeah. Like AATB, Tiesto. Like they've they've been there since the two thousands and like DJ uh, with DJ Lamore yep. or the the French one. Yeah. Like 
like it's, it's it's crazy to think that like all these DJs now are like they're all respected because of the music they made and back and then nobody knew them or cared about them or DJ Lasago. It's 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 awesome. Like, the fuck is like, giving me chills. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Honestly. like when I went to my first Porter Robinson um, concert, like I, like when I found out he really grew up like loving anime, like. Remember, some of his songs were using Vocaloid software, so that mm-hmm. helped tie it in. Like, major props to him, and you know, all the Daft Punk. Big shout outs to them for their uh, Interstellar uh, uh, 555. Yes. Yes. Like, Daft Punk was one of my favorite acts. Um, Porter Robinson brought the new age of anime fans with, you know, Shelter. And that. That that to me was really special, um, and I wish more DJs would just be more open to like, like like Kanye like Kanye West. Um, I keep forgetting the uh, Japanese artist who who also did a music video for Billie Eilish. They did Pharrell's It Girl. Oh, oh man, I know you. Oh, well, shit. I'm not very good at names, but like his art style is very. Like distinct, you could tell it's him. Like those guys, like people who dive into the Japanese anime esque videos, do to me they stand out more to me. Well, because I'm an anime fan, but also it gives a whole different vibe. No, I, I get it. I like we see that too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like uh, Adrian can back me up here. Anger fist sampling uh alucard speech from helsing oh, oh my god top tier. Oh. i'm ready to start a war when i hear that song 100 top tier and like on top of that i'm not sure if you guys remember them but like amvs yeah. oh my god remember i still watch them i, I, I mean, remember amvs I a- amvs and then on top of that like amv hell like that series, like that was like oh, yeah, my drug. I forgot about that. Oh man, oh wow, <laughs> I yeah. miss good AMVs. Like nowadays, AMVs they're are getting they're not they're like there was more like I feel like there was more skill doing AMVs back in the day with the whole editing. Like getting the anime characters to like match like the lip sync of the lyrics of the song that was really good skill back with the software back in the day. And nobody cares about it now. Like, you know, AMVs, they just crazy. But I don't they get just that. put what Chica happened? dancing to like just some random song and they call it good. Uh... I think that's because like the bottom line of content these days. But that's just yeah. not well, a comment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say this. There's a caveat for that. I think in recent times, uh, gaming music videos have gotten genuinely better than they were back in the day. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah, game software yeah. is way better. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, what was it? Machinima series made it pretty mainstream back in the day for like all the other f- fun stuff. Um, and I think Red, what Rooster Teeth with Red versus Blue pioneered like gaming series stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of agree with that as well. And rest in peace, my one of my favorite motion. Um, capture not motion capture, but um, motion uh, artists or uh, directors, Monty Ohm. Oh, oh man, like, he, like 
his death fantasy legend. series yeah i when he did death fantasy dude there was like moves that i wish final fantasy had from the get-go <laughs> <laughs> for real he made a series i don't like look good like that says a Damn. lot about me i'm gonna be honest <laughs> like like you got hot chicks like okay i'm a big final fantasy buff that's for sure like i play 14 so if you play 14 whoever's listening uh hit me up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh so dead alive i liked it uh there was an old xbox commercial where they were showing dead alive Three, I believe, on the Xbox. <laughs> it was Kasumi kicking really high, and if you know they're alive, they sh- mm-hmm. they do a lot of penny flashes. And the kid's like, "Why do you play this game? Because she kicks real high." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." So I picked up the game, and so at first, you know, I picked up no 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 joke. I picked up the uh, game because of the characters. I was like, "Oh, they're really hot." But then the game mechanics to me was pretty fast paced, kind of like Blaze Blue, like, uh, you know, like the Guilty Gear series. It was fast paced, but it was 3D, and I, I kind of like that mixture. Mm-hmm. Then uh, when Monty Ohm said, "Hey, let's put hot chicks with characters with story," <laughs> and made them pit up against each other, I was like, "Okay, how does this work?" It was like one side of this game beat the hell up. And it's like, how are they going to counter? And he's, he seems to pull something out of the character's like arsenal. It's like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. So, I, mm-hmm. Sorry, awkward silence. I we do that on process. That <laughs> like, I'm, I'm no, like, yeah. I was stuck on something from the AMV thing, so ignore me. I can't get it out of my brain. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess let's just keep it out. Let's throw it out there. What is the one AMV that lives rent free in your head to this day? Against oh, my will. It just lives rent free. Like you just remember it. Uh, for man. for me, it it's the um, the Naruto AMV uh, with the German rock music. Uh, it just was done so well. It's like like ten plus years ago. Okay, I'm gonna need you to send me a link because now I'm curious. Yeah, I'm super curious about that. And then, no. oh, Mikey, oh, no, this was this was before you were, no, okay, I remember what it is. It was the Evangelion AMV to Radioactive. That one is stuck in my head perpetually for the rest of my life. That one's pretty fucking great. Yeah, oh, let, let me, like, I'm, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a Naruto fan at all, but, you I don't know, blame it's you. just. As a Naruto fan, I don't blame you. My, my, my <laughs> okay, so the um, the AMV is called Naruto: Whisper of the Beast. Hot Saving that right game. now. If right you're clicking, now. that's my bad. <laughs> that's fine. That's my... fine. So, how old is that one, Wilson? Um, let me check. 2006. That's from. It's from 2006. Yeesh. At least that's when it was posted on YouTube. Uh, I remember I remember this on Google videos before it became YouTube. So it's 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 old. Wow. Um it's 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 interesting to think 
it's this is done back in 2006 like when edit when editing software is just very rudimentary like cut paste sync with some some music it, it was hard there's not too many special effects you could done but yeah so my favorite AMV and it stuck with me is um, it's from nine years ago. <laughs> uh, it's Candy Pop. Okay, so the artist of Candy Pop, Song Skittles. It's a Haruhi Suzumiya AMV. Oh shit! I remember that one. Damn. Yep. That- oh my god. Yes. The editing was so good. I mean, I just need to. F- I, I I just need to boot my iPod video. Yeah. I have a shit ton of AMVs on there. I still have, and a lot of them were um, ironically Gundam AMVs or Mecha AMVs. And it I remember one of them shit. called Robot Love. I think oh. is what it's called. Uh, and it was a it was a Macross or Macross. So. Another AMV, and it's actually from my favorite anime. For those who don't know, it's Black Park Shooter. <laughs> uh, I feel like we're well aware at this point. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's so it's other Black Park Shooter, uh, called Make a Move. Okay, I know that one. I think I'm aware of this one. So the the thing about Black Park Shooter anime, it was it had really dope graphics for its time. It really did. It really 100% did. I remember seeing it being a lot younger than I am now and still thinking, like, man, this is a really well-made show. Like, even as a kid, I could appreciate how good it looked for the time. I just wish the story was good. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, when you're young, you don't really care, you know? You can say the same thing about Star Wars nowadays, and it just... <laughs> <laughs> That's a sentence oh. right there. Okay, no. on, on, I'm not going to say on anything. A, <laughs> on a side note... Uh, for AMVs, the most overplayed song of all time has to be from Nightwish. Like anything Nightwish. Anything Nightwish. Nightwish. I feel like Three Days Grace was on there a lot as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So true. Like, it's like three being days... in Frasier's car. Dude, it's terrible. <laughs> that is 100% what's like being in Frasier's car. It's just Three Days Grace. Every Sometimes time I... Benjamin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh or is the early 2000s AMV scene? Holy shit. Oh, it really I've is. Seen it. And most of them are bangers, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm on YouTube right now. Just I just type in Macross AMV and I sort by <laughs> newest first or oldest first. Oh my god, dude. Memories. For real. So, wait, how many views does your. Okay, if you had to pick one AMV, how many views does yours have? Oh, that the one that lives rent free. Yeah, uh, the one that lives rent free. Let me go back to it. Has only a hundred fifty-three thousand views. All right. How, how about you guys, the brothers? That one point three. Yeah, one point three million. Mine is at one ninety k. So, my first uh, MV at nine years is at twenty-one million. Oh boy. Yeah. Is it the Candy Pop Skittles one? No, no, no. The Make a Move AMV. Oh. <laughs> I can see that. It works. It, ju- it just works. I gotta say, it's because the artwork is so dark. 
it's so dark and it fits the kind of grimy kind of like metal you hear in the uh, rock you hear in the background. Yeah, but it, it sucks because around that time your AMV was released is when it was like the the the, the height of it, and after that it, it died out just like overnight. Was... I'll put it like this: like mm. I wouldn't say overnight. I'd say it fought for a while. Yeah, but... it did. Maybe it's just like my my generation, but yeah, it, it's it's, it's kind of crazy, crazy that they still do AMV contests at every con you go to, but I feel like you don't see any new ones. No, like they, they're still they're still AMV they're still AMV competitions right now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. There's still some. Every con. Um, the one thing that kind of bugs me, and what? it's just me became, being the old like older generation uh, anime fan, is like the anime like when you say black rock shooter, right? And Wilson knows I kind of get peed off. So, <laughs> well, it's so well, I actually to my car. And doesn't even see the title of the anime or the character. It's like, is that Dark Miku? I'm like, no. Yeah. Is that Dark Miku? Is oh my god. <laughs> is that Emo, emo Miku? He's like, no. Oof. No. The worst not. part is, that's not <laughs> a bad green guess. Text, OC ass out of my face. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a bad <laughs> guess. <laughs> Come on. It, it, it sucks because credit. I'm a car wrapped in the older anime. And it would be like me and Wilson's generation, your generation, like understanding, like, yeah, that is uh, actually this is a byproduct. We're actually just gonna throw this out there Lockhart Shooter and Miko are not the same character, they just yeah. happen to look alike and they were made around the same time. To be Twin fair, tails. a lot of the characters back then did really look similar sometimes, like, they really yeah. genuinely did. Mm. They, all ha- they all had the same personality, too, like all the Sundays and stuff like that. Yeah, I know it Dude, didn't. It- Help! Crazy with yeah. that is back then. It didn't help that Supercell had uh, Miku sing the song uh, too for Blackheart Shooter. Oh yeah, yes. oh yeah. Supercell, Supercell's still my favorite. <laughs> God, uh, okay, yeah. well that's enough of a uh, memory lane for now. Let's save it for another <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, believe me, we've got three of those already. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess uh, as like a, a closing note, at least from me. Um, you know, if whoever is listening to this podcast, if you guys do want to come to one of our Yonaka Matsuri events, just follow us on Instagram uh, uh, at Yonaka underscore Matsuri. Uh, and we usually post it a month ahead or so. Uh, and when we announce it, and uh, the two weeks before is when we start giving all the like, hey, this is where it is, this is the vendors that are going to be there kind of thing, and just kind of have fun. Yeah, don't forget we're also anime car guys, so yes. we also, and we also do our host biweekly yep. meet. Yeah, we we try biweekly, but sometimes it, you know we, we we skip a week or two just due to personal reasons or mm-hmm. just time weather. Work, weather, wife, three D waifus, you know, uh, aka <laughs> oh. uh, girlfriends. I know exactly what you mean. It means you're staying up till three a.m. to watch a hollow live stream. <laughs> <laughs> wow. to me like that. I mean, you're. All, I was in chat. All we ask from our attendees is keep it chill, don't cause any drama. No, no shenanigans, and we we'll be cool. And always pick up after yourself. And uh, if you guys do come, uh, please, please, please uh, ask around. Like, hey, um, do you guys know where uh, Wilson or Malcolm is? And just introduce yourselves to us. Um, you know, like I said. 
we like to meet new people. We want to make sure that everyone uh, feels welcomed and uh, hopefully it's something that you guys can enjoy and come back for future events or future car meets. Uh, if you want to ease yourself in, please, please, please just come to the car meets first. Check it out. You know, once in a blue moon, we might have a vendor to come to our car meets just to have fun. Um, but yeah, uh, it sounds like I'm begging, but in reality, I'm not begging. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, I just want Honestly, to make sure you guys are too modest. I would also agree. <laughs> no, I mean, we're no. 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 God, that is crazy. We grew up humble <laughs> with humble beginnings. How is a Watson yeah. fan so modest? You are blowing my mind right now. Honestly, this is kind of nuts. He's not saying ground pound. I'm yeah, not I was yeah. expecting some kind of threat. That's how we know he's an Amelia Watson fan, not a small Lame fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, Amelia. So, I guess on 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 a more interesting news, the only reason why I fell in the Watson trope in the you know is her first stream. Uh, she was literally the was most goofy. It was good. She was really goofy. The puzzle game she played, she literally pressed every single fire extinguisher she saw, and that just. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I can relate to this. She is wholesome as fuck. And then out of nowhere, bam. I want to ground pound your mom, and then random gremlin noises. So I'm like, I can still fuck That's with this. That's how they get you. <laughs> that is how they get you. Oh, man. So we're really bad at this. We're going to get sidetracked all goddamn night if we're not careful. And we did just get the warning yeah. that we are running up on our time. So on yeah. the note of closing notes, I think you guys are short selling yourselves. The way you carry yourselves, the way you host your events, it is so finely crafted. And I get you're putting it together. I'm not going to say that you guys... Are these master craftsmen who have a plan? I've seen you stress out once or twice, but the way <laughs> you do it is so well done. It is unbelievable. Like I said, Adrian and I have been in the car scene since we were born. Low riders, hot rods, rat rods, everything you could imagine. We've been to an event. We've had our hands in at some point. The way you guys do it is on par with some of the top level huge companies that have absurd budgets and on an event 10 times the size doesn't run half as well so i really do want to give you props for that and uh just work our way down the line i know wilson gave a very humble farewell let's just wrap up our closing notes and then we'll try to send us off because oh, we're actually going over time i totally lost track of what we were doing when we started <laughs> talking about amvs <laughs> and i mean we can always come back um for a future podcast if you guys want yeah for sure, the boys are yeah, actually really want me to happen. tell you. They want to meet you guys. Just uh, life happens, man. You got to get shit done. It's yeah. all good, and we can introduce yeah. some of the crew members as well. Yeah, I mean, we can always uh, rotate. Uh, you know, wild card uh, a third person to come in to talk. Also, everyone in our group has a personality, and they also definitely have a mood or moods, and they, you know. Our, our our members, our 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 crew, our village, our goons, you know, we're just a bunch of of of, of misfits. So <laughs> Well you've met Frazier, but I don't know if any of them are ready for Hurricane DJ. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for Hurricane DJ after this conversation. This has been so nice. I, I can't. It's been I nice having a conversation, and we don't have to hear like storms knocking over trees and DJ yelling about people putting sex in the cartoons or him cracking open a natty every four minutes. 
<laughs> on the recording, you just hear Claire's name. Ah, hell yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? We're working. Oh, boy. But um, oh. I guess I will also be uh, uploading some pictures of my Amelia Glockson on the chat as well, too. If you guys wanted to check it out. Yeah, yeah if you want to check out uh, some of the like my personal Tasha car for those who are into who are looking to do it, Tasha. You know, I could send pictures of uh, some of the crew members and everything. Hell yeah, yeah that would yeah. be great. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, Adrian, you want to do a normal wrap up, uh, same routine? You asking me to do it? No, I'm saying if crazy. you want to do the same routine, or if we're just dropping these guys. You're the host. Drop the call <laughs> with no outro. I don't care. I can just I mean, leave y'all. Again. Y'all can drop me if you want. Uh, please All don't right, drop same me. Same routine. I wouldn't do that. All right, same routine, boys. Don't mean to cut anybody off, but we are over time, and we don't want to overwork our editor because we have a lot of content we backlog because we're crackheads. So, I once again, I want to say thank you to my brother. Thank you to our amazing guest, Malcolm and Wilson. You guys are some cool people, and I fucking truly appreciate having the opportunity to do this with you guys. I, we are a small platform. I wish the best for you guys, and like if any of this helps out or if any of this brings people. I will die a happy man next week if if it happened. The way I work, it might. Um, but I'll list you guys off one at a time. We'll do our final quick goodbyes and goodnights, and then we'll wrap it up. So let's just start with uh, Wilson, since he's first on my screen. Um, thank you guys for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I hope I can be on again. Uh, remember, if y'all ain't hustling hard enough, then life sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank oh, you guys man. for having me on um it was really awesome to uh talk with everyone if just remember do atasha because you want to do it for yourself don't be forced by other people's expectations you got this guys and uh adrian one one, one good night from you um one good night for me and when that shit is done, Wilson, I want to see it. Let Mikey know when it's done. I'm coming to that show. I swear. I'm gonna break my rules <laughs> out of the house. I want to see that shit. Give you mean the it. my 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 Atasha? Yeah, I want to see the oh. Watson Gura. Let's do it. Oh no! Oh no! Come on! Seriously though, <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you guys. I haven't talked a lot, but that's because I'm just genuinely. I wasn't joking before. It has been so nice to like hear a legitimate conversation, as compared to our cacophony of what you could call sounds. That normally is like this. This has been great, guys. I would love to have you back. You're just like whenever you guys are comfortable with it. This has been lovely. I I really have enjoyed this. Awesome. No, it's it's been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Anytime. And you no, know, man. Good people attract each other. I truly like to believe that. <laughs> you see, when other people who aren't so good on the spectrum interact, it doesn't always end that well. I feel like this has just been such a fun, genuine night. We're definitely going to be having you guys back. I'd love to get some of the other people from the crew. I know a handful of them, maybe not the best, but man, this is a colorful cast, and I can't wait for people to start looking in, digging in, finding your guys' stories and the culture, because it's a gem that needs to be spread around this world, and it has been so much fun. I, Man, I want to keep going, but it's time to close it out for the evening. Folks, thank you for chiming in. Thank you for listening. Please give our guys a good shout-out. We're going to have all their information linked upon their request, so it's specific, and we don't spell their name wrong. Editor. And everybody have a good night. It's been an amazing one, folks. Be safe.